Whether it's bad planning, bad luck, bad timing, or bad inventions, well-intentioned bad decisions have plagued history for thousands of years. Welcome to Historic Hindsight. Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk to you about James Elizee Moore. That's right. Yeah, James Elizee, James Elizee. I'm not really sure how you pronounce his name. And I would have looked it up, but uh, you're probably all wondering at home, who is this guy? Yeah. You'd be right to wonder that because I Google searched him and did a little YouTube uh, peripheral search. And this, this, I think, is going to be the first video on the YouTubes about him. So, Everybody looking for information about uh, James Moore? Yeah, you can. You can. You can thank one of our one of our subscribers, Patrick, uh, who uh, who made the suggestion to us. I'm sorry, Patrick. Our language is probably not going to change. We'll we, try. We get we, we get try. drunk. Yeah, we can try. We get drunk and we talk. It happens. We'll give we'll it try. a good go this time. But I will take your suggestion to heart. We are going to talk about your great 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 grandfather or something along those lines. You're you're, you're related no. to him somehow. So. Um, so he is a British governor of Colonial Carolina from 1700 to 1703, oh. and he's best known for his exploits into Spanish-occupied Florida. And I put that in quotes because, you know, <laughs> everything at this point in time is uh, occupied from the Indians. Right, yeah. We've we've taken all, all of it by now, right? Yep, yep. Uh, uh, into occupied Florida, where he would turn many of the natives that we were just talking about into slaves. I mean... Servants. Yes. No. Right. To, uh, they. He brought them in to help with yeah, he, daily tasks. Civ- civilized them and brought them into Western culture. That's important because for ages they were just running through the woods chasing no deer. Yep. No yeah, culture. That's it. No. No religion. No nothing. He's. We were civilizing them. So he's bringing it to him. Great. Bring it up. So, uh, so James Moore, his early life is kind of greatly unknown, like most people in the 1600s. It's not right. like a lot of that stuff was documented. Uh, we know he was born around 1650-ish. His father was Roger Moore, who was a leader of the Irish Rebellion of 1641. Not to be confused with the Irish Rebellion of, like, 1642 and 3 and 4 and all the way basically up Basically up now. until like, now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Irish have basically been in a perpetual state of rebellion against the crown. You know. Yay! Yeah, they they, they, they got to just be going into all of this thinking they got a puncher's chance or something. Eventually, they're going to have a successful days, maybe rebellion. <laughs> maybe one of these days. Still hasn't happened. Hasn't happened yet. Um, he, would be, uh, he would be like a lot of the Irish you know, rebels once the rebellion's over, would be kicked out of Ireland, all that fun stuff. So that's how. That's he why would, they're here. Yeah, the family would make their way to, to the, well, to the colonials, you know, the, 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 the colony of Carolina. Um, first mention of James Moore in public records is from the province of Carolina in 1675, where he represented a Margaret Berenger Yemens, who was the widow of Sir John Yemens, uh, before the colonial council. So he brings her before the colonial council. Okay. There's some it, rumors. Was he a lawyer of sorts or like, what uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a lawyer of sorts. Uh, he would bring her in front of the council. Uh, there's rumors that he, uh, he, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, might've had some, uh, Extramarital relations with with the said uh, with the said uh, widow, widow. An, illicit, an illicit affair, perhaps. And and that that rumor is uh, is the salacious the salacious rumors get even better because around the same time that this happens, he marries her daughter, also named Margaret. Wait, so I, like, wait, wait. So the rumor was that he was having an affair with her, and then he marries yes, her the widow, daughter, daughter, who's also named Margaret. I guess at this time. 
uh, in our history. You just had to get into the family, right? And then yeah, just into the family somehow, <laughs> and, and you're good to go. And uh, and maybe in his defense, they're both named Margaret, so maybe he just like <laughs> just got confused. Got confused. Yeah. Like, which, <laughs> which Margaret am I supposed to be with now? Oh, okay. I'll take the younger one. Yeah, which is there's benefits to both, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm guessing uh, the more child rearing days. For sure. Uh, yes, is, yeah, yeah. And that's most important at this time. The, cause... The, the, the downfall would be the maturity level, I guess. Um, his political career would kick off in 1677, uh, where he would be appointed to the Colonial Council. He would hold this position off and on all the way up to 1690, where he would play a key role in the Carolina Backcountry Expedition. Oh, so and what's what this, that? Yeah, this is that is like their... to go get more land from the Indians that we have here? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> ding, you ding, go, ding. yeah. Ding, 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 winter. Well, it was it was so that we could find trade with oh. the, other, the other native tribes. We should have and, tried using their trade routes they had. Yeah, and, you know, the, uh, the, the result was, you know, spread of smallpox and <clears throat> native helpers uh, w- yeah. would come out of this. Um, this also ruffled some feathers with territorial disputes in the cl- colonies because at this time we've got the French, the English, and the Spanish buying yeah. over. Real buying melting over pot trying to all stay separate. Uh, for you at home who don't know, the French were more around what what is the Louisiana Purchase. So you got Louisiana, Alabama, uh, and up that kind of middle stretch is where most of the French were. The Spanish were held down to Georgia and Florida area, and the English were up the coast. And of course, the French were also up in Quebec, Canada. So the yeah, the English were well. in New England. Yes, what the English were became in that New England. Uh, the 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 French are in Canada and Louisiana, and the Spanish are down in uh, in the just the armpit of America. Mm-hmm. Like they really got the winning side of that one. Yeah, I mean, weather's uh, nice a couple months out of the year when it's not just miserably hot and humid and muggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they yep, get yep, yep. they get like December, January, and part of February. Um, in 1698, he'd get a promotion, so to speak, to be elected the Colonial Assembly. So he's going from the council to the assembly. All I right. really don't know what the difference is. Sounds uh, like an upgrade. Early colonial English stuff is not my forte. Um, in 1700, he would be named governor of Carolina okay. uh, after Joseph Blake's death. So he would be elected the Colonial Assembly in 1698. 1699, he would actually be elected the chief justice, and in 1700, he'd be elected the governor. So, so oh, he was elected after the, the previous... governor died. Okay, but uh, it was during an election. It wasn't he is oh no the no, no next the, the, in line or whatever. Well, the, that. the governor died, and then he's appointed or elected. I mean, sure, he's they they've decided he was it. Yes. Okay. The 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 rich white folk decided right. that the, he gets the to people, rule the other rich white folk. Yes. Yeah, the people who decided all anyway. The landowners. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We say voting in this time, but it's really. I mean, it's it's not. It's just the rich people appointing other rich people. <laughs> yeah, so much has changed. I should also point out that he belonged and was helped founded and belonged to a political party called the Goose Creek Men, uh, which was named after the Goose Creek, which was in the region. So really original with your name, like. <laughs> I'm a political party after this creek that we all live by. I mean, I feel like if you're going to name yourself after the location that you're around, it should at least be a, like, it's got to be a good name for a location. (laughs) Goose Creek is pretty weak. And, like, it's only going to be appealing to people from Goose Creek. Goose Creek, yeah. Well, yeah, there it is. Uh, His reign as governor would not be very peaceful, though, because the Queen's Anne's War would kick off in 1702, which is... All this territorial dispute has now come to a head. Right. We've got a three-way war between France, England, and, uh, and Spain over territory. So essentially, you've got the English fighting the French up north in Quebec. 
And you've got the, uh, the, the Spanish and the English fighting over Georgia and Florida. Because why? I mean, ugh. Ugh. But that's... The, Maybe, the, I mean, they, they must have just really fallen in love with the local wildlife. Uh, like the alligators and... By the way, I say colonial territory at the, or, or uh, Carolina territory at this point, and that actually encompasses what is North Carolina, South Carolina, parts of Georgia, and even parts of Alabama. So this is very okay. early American colony time frame. We're not, right, even at, yeah. we're not even at the 13 colonies yet. When, when, when do we get there? How, how far uh, away sh- are we? Sh- shortly, after this, uh, shortly after these series of wars in the French... Do the, these I have think, anything to do with uh, a little bit, or is not, it just... Not, not, in not directly? South, no. no. No, 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 Um, the, the southern of the front of the war, like I said, is pretty much over modern day Georgia and parts of northern Florida. The Panhandle. And, uh, the Panhandle, and there is a little bit of a fighting going around Mobile, Alabama, as well with the French. Hmm, okay. So that's picture is painted. So as governor, he would lead several raids into the Spanish Florida over this land dispute. The bulk of his military would actually be uh, would be comprised of native tribe called the Yamasi, who he befriended in his whole backwood country. You know, the ones that didn't die or weren't nice. enslaved. Uh, this is this is the tribe that he liked. The the, the the tribe that he came across, and they're like, "Oh, we've seen what you've done. Yes, we would like to help you." <laughs> exactly. Now, real uh, quick, real quick, uh, you said as he he's leading the men as governor. Is he? No, actually, he's, he's actually yes, yeah, he's actually he's leading, out there. The, yes, yes, he's leading the front. Governorship first, has changed a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, it has. It has. In 1702, he would lead his first raid with 500 colonists, 300 native allies, and 14 small ships on an invasion of the Spanish Florida along the coast. So basically, you're in the northern, not the panhandle, but on the on the, on the other east side. coast, yeah. going down the coast on the north side. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. He would attack the Spanish missions, of, uh, uh, which were mostly comprised of Indian tribes of the G-U-A-L-E, Gaul, and the Macoma. Guale? 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 We cannot speak English, let alone any, you know, native tribes or foreign Yeah, Guale is the most fun way to say that word, so I think we go with that. So, basically, at this time, the Spanish had a different approach from the English in regards to the native. Instead of just outright killing them, they tried, the Spanish tried to... To civilize them with religion. So they would set up uh, religious missions in the mm-hmm. towns that were already established by these natives and would attempt to civilize them through through Christianity. So, okay, so they went they went conversion route, like like yes. uh like they used to do or well, I guess like they did with Easter and they found the pagans and they're like, Oh, you're painting eggs and doing new spring stuff? Yeah, that's part of our religion. Yeah, that's that's about Jesus. That's, that's totally yeah. what we do too. So just join us, and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's also why you know Mexicans exist because it was there was interbreeding going on. That was that was fine. There's Naturally, civilizations. Um, uh, and, and it's why there's not an equivalent English and Native mix. <laughs> Because we did, you know, the because of the decisions that. that they made, <laughs> the decisions that they made, because of, because um, of different tactics, we can so, say that. So you want to think of these little t- cities that he's he's invading as almost Christian missions or Catholic missions, okay. and uh, and he destroyed them all. Like he just went through devastating them, destroyed well, <laughs> destroyed them, killed everybody that was in the missions. To be fair, I, that was probably way easier than fighting actually actual battles against occupied you know cities that have you know soldiers. 
right. not not soldiers for God with you know the the preaching and everything, but but like ones soldiers. with guns or swords or what guns? I get what well yeah oh yeah we're guns yeah it's, yeah it's, it's yeah, yeah seventeen hundreds we got flintlocks we're, yeah. we're good that's yeah. what we terrorized all of the natives with right? yes exactly <laughs> we, yeah. we showed them there like hey okay yeah. Um, he would devastate the lands leading up to the city of St. Augustine, and he would actually go into St. Augustine, surround St. Augustine, literally burning and destroying all the mission cities along the way. Uh, once in St. Augustine, uh, he would attempt to take the fort called uh, Castillo de San Marcos. So the Castillo de San Marcos is, a, is like the major fort that's in the city of St. Augustine. It is actually a military installation, so yeah. we're no longer just going off attacking poor little Catholics. Yeah, so, yeah, these people with, will with, defend themselves. Yeah, yeah. We've now got people that are defending themselves. He would arrive at the fort uh, on November 10th of 1704 and immediately began his siege operations. But unfortunately, the couple of cannons he brought with him were rather small and did absolutely bunkus to the fort. Like, they're just, the, you'd see the round just bouncing right off. Now, uh, how confused do you think he was? Because I'm sure he's been using the same cannons, and they've been so effective Beforehand. up until now. And now he gets like, here and he's like, ah. Uh-oh. They don't go through brick walls? What? <laughs> this is terrible, guys. <laughs> we, we need to rethink this. Uh, the Spanish governor of, of St. Augustine... Jose Cerda would actually have advanced knowledge of, of, of him coming, you know, because of all the cities <laughs> that he's watching burning on the horizon. Yeah. And yeah. he would actually move all of his, uh, all of the natives, all of his troops, all of the c- civilians, everything into the fort itself, huh. along with all the supplies. So he's, he's pretty well, he's comfy. Like, I don't have to go anywhere. He's now, good. I think that might be one of the coolest and my favorite things about uh, that time and before, like with castles and everything else, is when when they're under siege, just bringing everybody in and just walling it off. And like, that's just a cool thing to me. I don't know why, but I love that. Well, yeah. I mean, now if you do that, you get COVID. <laughs> yeah, we can't <laughs> do that. Yeah, they're kicking everybody out of the castle now. <laughs> uh, Go back to your peasant hut and stay there. Uh, but at the start of the siege, the first couple of days of it, it looked a little bit bad for the Spanish, even though the uh, Moors' guns are literally bouncing off their wall. Yeah. One of their older cannons uh, explodes. The, the Spanish, <laughs> so while yeah. they're trying to return to, fire? Fire, yeah, it explodes and kills like three people. Ah, so. yeah. Oops. Not not the worst, uh, you know, deaths from your own cannon fire that we've talked about on this pod. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know. um, the end result is that the siege basically turns into a stalemate. It would last until December 29th. Both sides began pleading with their allies to send aid. So uh, the Spanish send uh, a request to Havana, Cuba, say, hey, look, we need some more people. We need some more guns. Please relieve us. Uh, and Moore would send a request over to Jamaica to his nearest allies and say, hey, can you bring us some bigger guns? <laughs> Please. Like, no, like we're good, think, like, but we just need more guns. Yeah, I think it's important to note, like, when we talk about, like, the siege being from November to December 29th, again, this is in Florida. So when I think of that, I think about how cold Winter? the troops must no, be. They're, and they're how fine. They're, they're, they're like, this is the best weather we've had in months. They're <laughs> so, on the, they're, so they're, they're fine. On the beaches, they're, yeah. yeah, they're doing good. Yeah, they're not cold. They're on the beaches. They're having, they're having a good time. It's the time of the year where the mosquitoes aren't biting and you aren't <laughs> right. sweating profusely yeah. because it's, you know, 50% humidity or a million percent humidity or whatever. Yeah, and all the giant murder lizards are a little less active because it's a little cooler. So. It's a little cooler, yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
this actually what, what what wind up happening is the troops from Havana, Cuba would actually arrive before uh, Moore would get his new guns, and he would be forced to retreat. But before retreating, he made sure that he burned down the Franciscan monastery that was in the area because if I can't take your fort, <laughs> damn it, I'm burning your church. I will take your religion, bud. <laughs> This actually wound up being a very embarrassing defeat for Moore, as his campaign was was deemed a failure because it didn't take St. Augustine. And uh, when he returned... Was he like, guys, but what about all those other cities that uh, I burned down? (laughs) I mean, they're uh, burned, but... I took them. The other other problem is he made Carolina pay for this expedition. Like, the state Mm. had to fund all the materials, the soldiers, and pay for everything. And People then when they came like, out of it, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't recoup their costs through the raids. Right. So he would, he would resign his post after this failed, uh, this failed venture. So, you know, good on him. So, yeah, he's, he, he saw, he knew. He's like, all right, yeah, I didn't do what I set out to do. Sorry, oh, I, I'm done. 1702 expedition, by the way. That was the first one, not 1704. I apologize. I probably threw out the wrong date at some point, but nobody's listening to the dates anyways. So, this would lead to his second expedition in 1704. So after he's done being governor? Yeah, he's resigned his Okay, now he's still running. He's just now a dude. He's just a dude. And he decides, I want to do another expedition. Just a dude running raids and expeditions. Just a dude running raids. And literally a pirate. Because what he does is he says, look, Carolina, (laughs) you guys aren't going to have to pay for nothing. We're just going to fund this expedition. (laughs) Yeah. By taking all the gold and loot that we get from raiding all the cities. Mexico so, will pay for the wall. Mexico's paying for the wall in this case, yes. Oh, man. Well, I like that. I, I like his uh, gusto, though. Like, I'm just going to go and we, you don't need to worry about money because surely the people that we're going to go and conquer have will money. have money, and we'll right? Just take, we'll just take their money. Yeah, it's that's exactly what now. he's going to do. It's, it is our money now. Uh, his 1704 expedition comprised of 50 Englishmen, 1,000 Creek Native Americans, Yamasee Native Americans, and a couple of other just smaller tribes that, that don't exist today, so we don't have to worry about names, um, into what is now western Florida. So th- he panhandled. Yeah, now we, there we go. Ugh. <laughs> Destin, uh, baby. <laughs> right. Uh, this would lead to a series of battles uh, against the Appalachia Indians, because that's the majority of the people that are in western Florida at this time are just natives. You have yeah. very few few Spanish even there. On account of the heat, the lizards, and just the miserableness of Florida in general. And it being the panhandle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would lead to the battle of, I'm going to butcher this, Ayubal? Ayubal? Ayubal. A-Y-U-B-A-L-E. Ayubal. Ayubal. Always pick the most fun way to say it. Ayubal, which is the which is the only large-scale resistance that he would face from the Appalachia, uh, mainly because it's the largest city that they have and, like, the only place that there was really any kind of means for defense. And there were some Spanish here. On January 25th, 1704, Moore would, uh, would first arrive in Ayubal, the city, um, which is one of the larger mission towns in the region of Appalachia, western Florida. Yeah, that's would, see, that's confusing because when you say Appalachia, they're in Florida. I think Appalachian Tennessee, still, West Virginia, well, but yeah, that, and it, that, it goes. It, it I know. does go down, right? But when we talk about Appalachia today, it's Tennessee, West Virginia, bit, whatever. Yeah. And now we don't really talk about Appalachia down Florida, but this is all in Florida, the the, the southern Georgia, Florida, Appalachia. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, he would arrive there at, at, on January twenty fifth. Um, at 7 a.m., he would use his Creek Indians and other Indian natives to raid the surrounding areas while he took the white men, the 50 Englishmen, 
uh, to the city itself. Uh, the strongest resistance during the battle was actually led by Father Angel Miranda, uh, which was in the church at the center of the town. Uh, Father Miranda had 26 men with him, closed up the mission, and were able to defend the church for nine hours from war until they ran out of arrows and bullets. And until the the attackers ran out of the arrows. No, 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 no. no oh, the okay, defenders. the defenders. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, cities were built around churches in early colonial well, america right or ex- pre-colonial well, yes b- like, yes but especially in in spain like yeah. they they put the church at the center because yeah. they're catholic and that's kind of their thing right yeah um after nine hours like i said he runs out of ammunition and arrows and father uh father uh, uh miranda uh, pleads to more there's two stories here now the first is that father miranda surrendered to more uh, and everybody was kind of killed in the onslaught in, in the interim when they ran out of bullets and they were trying to surrender. Okay. That's the first story. The second story, which is a more realistic, likely story that happened, Father Miranda actually came out and surrendered and begged uh, Moore to uh, to please spare him and his men, mm-hmm. and Moore completely ignored that, bashed in his head, brutally murdered him, and then went on to torture and kill all the other 26 civilians, which most of them were native Appalachian people now what so, in this man's history would lead you to believe that that second story is true the first raid where he killed all the oh, towns and oh. murdered all the indians mm-hmm. okay that's fair that's all right where did the attack would reach captain juan ruiz uh de mexica mexia m-e-x-i-a mexia yeah he would he would actually raise a force of 400 appalachia and 30 spanish cavalry and he would engage more at Ayubel. Uh, because, well, you just brutally murdered a Catholic priest. They don't let that stand. Right, yeah, there's going to be a reaction. There's, there's <laughs> definitely going to be a reaction. To you attacking a church for nine hours and then brutally murdering everybody, everybody that was in it. it. That's going to upset some people. That's well, fair. however, this would still wind up as a decisive victory for Moore, who was able to basically win by turning some of the Appalachia by promising them a better life than what they were receiving under the Spanish. He said, look, I'm not going to force you to be Catholic. We're English. This is a Protestant nation. Yeah. You don't even have to be Catholic. It's fine. Just come over. I promise. Better life for you. Now, he was able to... Uh, did they all like agree to that because he explained the differences and how complicated Catholicism is and how simple <laughs> being a Protestant was? Was he like, you? we don't have... I mean, I know they're not like uh, idols or anything, but we don't have like the saints and all. We don't do any of that stuff. There's no weird like genuflexing and... Right, and, yeah, you don't... And, yeah. And, and our services... 30 minutes way, around. Yeah, way shorter. There's no standing and sitting. In the <laughs> we, Look, I was raised Catholic. I went to a Catholic. There is so much that I, as a kid, I used to, uh, I used to ask my mom, I was like, oh, how much, I would gauge how long church was left by how many songs there were left. Oh God. Yeah. Because oh, you're so reading the bulletin. Songs. Yeah. There's yeah. so many songs in the Catholic church and it's like, it is literally constantly stand up, kneel down, stand up, sit, stand up, kneel, sit, stand, yeah. kneel, sit. Oh, God. It yeah, was see, dark. I was raised Catholic light, Miserable. Lutheran, which yeah, okay, is yeah, Catholic, Catholic light. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, we had we had a we didn't have like full masses or anything. There was a lot of standing and sitting. We didn't do kneeling and stuff, but I, you know, did all one the communion my, and all that. But. One of my cousins, I think, was married in a catholic mm. ceremony yep. three hours not joking mm-hmm. three hours yep. full mass with communion and the three hours yeah one of my cousins same thing i was eight years old god 
Ugh. That never, never again. I'm just if if I get invited to a Catholic wedding, I'll I'll send a bigger gift. My wedding, Not fifteen going. minutes in and out. <laughs> you were there, Johnny. You remember? Hey, and your it wedding was, was nice and perfect. short. Too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Keep it short and sweet. Get to the get to the party. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Hey, we totally got sidetracked. Um, I gotta find myself in my notes here. Um. He was raiding in getting he Indians. Turned, he, he actually successfully turned 50 of the Appalachia against the Spanish. And reports say that 200 or more Appalachia were killed during this battle uh, or captured. Uh, and eight Spanish were killed. Uh, and then a few more were captured, including Captain Mexia. Ah, they got the captain. They did get the captain. Um, immediately after this battle, more would go on a rampage, killing and enslaving thousands and thousands of Appalachian natives. Around the surrounding area. The, and these are the ones that, like, came to his side. They're like, yay, mm. don't want to do... No? No, we'll, we'll get there. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. By Morris' own reports, his own reports, he says that he, he claimed that him and his men had killed 1,100 Appalachian men, women, and children. And his own reports is fully admitting men, women, children. So, good on you. He moved the 300 that, uh, <laughs> that he had captured from the previous battle and the 50 that had turned to his side, and he moved them into exile. And he had an additional 4,300 that he sold into slavery, where again, he admitted the vast majority of them were women and children. I wonder why he spared the women. That's an, uh, what... Yeah, an interesting uh, caveat there. Hmm. Now, Patrick is the man who submitted this, this yes, person to us. Yes. Patrick, I hope that before you watched this, you knew... The history of your great, 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 whatever. Because otherwise, if this is the first time you're learning about any of this, it's got to be horrifying, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he I think he knew, because I think he made a comment about, like, a couple of raids or something. So I think he kind of had a grasp of what was going on. Which, but, thank you. you know, such, was, this is, this is, yeah. such was the time in early colonial America, whatever colonial America we, we were. Yeah. I guess that's, what, uh, that's the reality of what literally all of the Europeans were doing. Pretty much. So those sold that into into slavery were actually sold to the West Indies. So not only mm. are we getting you out of the colonies, you're like going into a completely different yep. environment, culture, everything. So uh, those that he put into exile, uh, he actually made serfs on the Savannah River. So even his allies that turned and said, we want the better life. He's like, you are now a serf okay, on but, the Savannah River. And by the way, there's not a lot of a distinguish between a serf and a slave. Okay, but there is maybe, not. maybe he just thought, okay, your life was worse than this. Being a serf is better. And so he kept his promise there. It and was maybe, better in his mind. Maybe in his mind, yes. Uh, the 1704 <laughs> raid, when he would return to Carolina, would uh, would be a great victory for Carolina. It'd be cheered, and everybody like, yeah, we, yeah, we kicked parade. the Spanish. We did, yeah, parades, ticket, ticket tape parades. Yeah, this is ticket. I'm making this up, but this is where ticket tape parades come from. Oh, I meant to ask earlier. You mentioned a Miranda. The Miranda rights. Does he have anything to do with those? Uh, maybe if the, the, maybe that's where it comes from because he married a Miranda. I don't know. I, I highly I'm dubious of that one, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, I'm a little dubious of that one. It's just word association, Tommy. That's all uh, I'm doing here. But but spoiler alert: the Queen's Anne War, at least in the South, would lead to no major territorial changes. Okay. So so just a, all for not. It was yeah. just a pointless 
Oh, wait. Let's not say let's not say all for naught because how many slaves did they get out of it? Well, they did. They gave four four thousand three hundred slaves, but it's also considered a true genocide of the native peoples of Appalachia because, Mm. well, none of them really exist anymore. And by all historical accounts and records, he essentially killed or enslaved pretty much the entire native population from Florida all the way down to the Florida Keys. This guy, so, this guy, this guy was an omission from our worst person bracket. <laughs> like, oh my yeah, god, knew, he committed fair, genocide. To be fair, nobody like he should have been in the worst person bracket, but nobody knows. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. On, like he's not. If you if you YouTube search James Moore, there's a there's a preacher James Moore who. Has well, also in this video now too. So and, well, in this one um, when it gets, when it gets posted, yeah. Well, and I guess I guess again. To be fair to James Moore, uh, this is literally what every single European yeah. power coming into colonial America was doing. Was doing. Like, he's yep. not unique no, in he's any not. of this. He's just, like, we could have done any other person leading raids, and it would have been the same story. Pretty much. Or similar enough, yeah. Right. Uh, his... Uh... <laughs> His actions, though, in, in Florida would uh, would pretty much solidify an alliance with the Creek and Cherokee people in Carolina to Carolina itself, Ooh. which wound up working mm. out real well for the Creek and Cherokee people in the future. Yeah. Yeah, they did well <laughs> they, they did, with that. They did well. Cherokee people. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I got to put. <laughs> now, uh, we're, we're going to end. <laughs> we're going to end this. <laughs> By Moore's death, so uh, so victory of Moore would actually wind up being short lived because in 1706 he would catch yellow fever and die. So oh, the yellow fever maybe, took him, huh? Maybe a little bit of karma. Uh, fun side note, though, he had a son who was James Moore Jr., who would take over as governor in 1719, following the overthrow of the proprietary governor of Carolina. So uh, hold up, so what? So James Moore Sr. gets the post because someone dies. James Moore Jr. just overthrows it. That's a that's a that's, that's a, boy. a family that's a family dynasty. That's how you do Clintons. it. Yeah. yeah. Tack with the Clintons, we got we got, oh, the, we Moors. got the Moors, baby. Yeah, they, they'll take power. They don't care. They're gonna take that power. Yeah. And you know what? If you kick them out and make them so they're not governed anymore, or they resign, they're just gonna keep doing their thing anyway. Yeah, they're just gonna keep doing it. You're they're welcome, keep, America. They're gonna keep. They're gonna future keep America. Pie. Yeah. Pirate raids into Florida. <laughs> it's a think about him as a pirate. He's yeah. literally a pirate, just going He's from a, town to town, stealing whatever he can. Well, and 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 with ships too. So not even just yeah. like a land pirate yeah, bandit, legit, thing, like yeah. legitimate yeah, legit early colonial America pirate. Uh, other fun note before I leave: Moore was granted a, a crap ton of land, uh, which is now in North Carolina. And in order to work that land, he would import four thousand slaves into the Carolinas, <laughs> mostly for his own extensive plantations and farms in and around Cape Fear. So now I'll bet that is an accurate name for many of the people coming into that <laughs> area. Cape Fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now do you think he recognized any of the um helpers he brought in from previous like from his raids? Oh, hey, how are you doing? I, yeah, we we met couple months ago i captured you and sold you into slavery and look here you are full circle full circles life's small, funny small world life's funny like that
All right, that's it for this week's episode of Historic Hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and join us next week for our Thanksgiving special. That's right, Johnny, the Thanksgiving Day special where we talk about all the truths about Thanksgiving, which I guarantee you, you did not learn about in school.